0: hey guys welcome to deep chats with anna where we jump right into the beautiful stories god is working in and through us okay before i go any further i just want to stop and say thank you for some of you um this is the first episode that went public and so it might be the first one you're listening to and if you didn't hop over to episode one highly recommend it just gives a little bit more direction um but yeah thanks for showing up for being here and for listening to something that God has been using and breaking my heart to start doing so thanks for being here super excited This is not actually what I had planned for today. Like I have this piece of paper um, I don't even know where I got it from like Scratch piece of paper that has all of my ideas and thoughts and plans for this on Maybe I should put that somewhere safer, but I like had it all laid out and I was super pumped about it and then just last night I was at our local college ministry thinking about what God had done over the course of the day and just how he had changed my heart posture so much and just like all the cool things around it. And I was like, no, like this is why this podcast exists to give God glory for doing things in the mundane. And so just like decide to pivot and start here this morning. So I'm super excited to have you all with me. I know some of these things might seem like they don't make sense. And that's probably because I haven't like given you the full out drama of my life but the more i thought about doing that the more i realized it would be better and it would let you dive in faster if we just start where we're god's working now and then slowly over time like give you the context behind conversation so bear with me if you ever have any questions feel free to hop over to my instagram and ask me them but until then i just want to invite you into this story and just show you a little bit about how god worked in my heart yesterday because when i woke up this room running i was not in a great spot. Over the past few weeks, I have been aware that I had an appointment coming up um, to meet with another surgeon about taking care of the neck, crater, hole, cavity. Some people call it all the different things. My family tends to gravitate towards hole. It's been a year-long process to try to get this surgery done, and it wasn't something that I had started. It was by the recommendation of surgeons. I trust that it was something that should be done. And so just like literally traveling half. The country um, meeting with a lot of different doctors and a lot of different letdowns and so this appointment coming up was supposed to be hopefully the last like pre-surgery consult that I was going to have but coming off of just a year of disappointments and it was not like once a month it was like sometimes week by week that communication fell through or someone didn't set that send the test right or like I honestly cannot look back in the last year and tell you that like it wasn't heavy. um there were a lot of times when like i would just roll with the punches as it came but like they would come so many times in a week that i was like i don't i'm just rolling with them at this point like i i don't even have time to mentally process the heaviness or just the hurt or like the lack of respect for my time and energy and like this isn't to say that i hate all of my doctors or anyone i've ever seen like very much appreciate what they do and know that they are busy people communication and healthcare is just not great so yeah that's kind of the build-up that led to this appointment and so for the last two weeks i've been anxious about it um which isn't normally me but i just knew it It was the headspace of like continual disappointment after disappointment this year and my heart had no like hope left to give and so i decided (laughs) not decided guys i like slowly over time just made my camp in a place of like despair um sadness because I didn't really see this changing anything. Um And so like yesterday, wake up and I'm on my way to meet my mom so we can go to this appointment together. And I am slowly convicted um, of just like how my heart posture is not letting room for God to work in this situation. So I had camped out and well, he's not going to tell me anything new that I don't know. He's not going to be able to give me a surgery date. It's the whole reason I'm off of school for this semester. Like there's nothing about what I know about surgeons and the way they operate that will change the narrative from how it's already been written for this month. And so just very like confident that like I've seen it time and time again and this story is probably going to end up the same way. And so just very like underwhelmed by the idea that nothing's going to change. Um, But as I was driving – I love a good drive time God like was slowly breaking like, my heart and being like but where's where am I in this situation and where are you leaving me for change leaving room for me to change the narrative and where where does that allow me to enter into your story and do the work that you know I do and so convicted by that I was like you're right God. I like, think this is not me offering you any space into this story but my emotions had been so camped out in despair that I like couldn't reverse them. Like my head and heart had this great conversation with God and I was like, great. But my emotions were still just so guarded and so protected that I like, I, emotionally it didn't look like I changed very much. Um And I'm not saying that it's wrong for my emotions to be that protective. Like that's just a natural trait. My brain has leaned over the last few years of just like, protect yourself from disappointment and let down and just like guard my brain so it didn't have to experience more hurt um and like most of you would say like oh that's a pretty natural response to everything in the last year that's okay and while it is okay if we look at it from a psychological standpoint like yes praise my brain for trying to be my greatest defense mechanism but also know that sometimes our emotions in the way our brain like protects us discredits God and doesn't leave room for him to change the story and so that's kind of where my heart and head was at walking into this appointment um and honestly like I had a friend yes every day afternoon ask me like how did it go and I was like I think it was good I just my heart posture wasn't in a spot to celebrate the small wins like the guy was confident he wasn't scared that my blood vessel was gonna bleed out all over um like He was confident, but I just was show like holding my breath for the for the letdown that I couldn't even celebrate those wins, which was hard um, because there were a lot of small answered prayers yesterday and a lot of big ones, um, and just like taking account yesterday evening of like how much I had let my emotions control the day, and then like because I had walked into it with such strong emotions negatively that like good news couldn't even flip it and so just like paying attention to where that had been at and also realizing that like i i kind of discredited god from where he could move and change that narrative i think like if you really want a good a clear picture of where i was at i was talking with a friend a few days ago and she had asked me about the appointment and i was just kind of sharing with her my anxiety and things and she was like well hopefully you get a surgery date and i was like no like honestly the ball will probably start rolling today and it'll probably do like two weeks to a month before i ever find anything out and i like, a surgery day it would be nothing short of a miracle and she stopped right there and she's like thank god like we're asking you that you would work a miracle and like she wasn't sarcastic like that is her nature to like stop and pray and like be intentional with god because he is walking and living with us and i like kind of just chuckled on the inside and not because i don't love god or doubt that he can do miracles but because like I was so weary from the past year that I couldn't even pray for or open my mind to the idea that God could change it, that God has more power than each surgeon and their offices and just like the chaos that had been so continuous in my story. And so like, I prayed with her but I also just said great thanks for praying that because I'm not going to be able to pray that myself like my brain cannot put that much hope like praying for a miracle is allowing hope to seep out of my heart and there is none there and so it was really like convicting to watch my friends pray for miracles in my life that I couldn't even begin to let myself pray for Um, but like those are true. And sometimes that happens to the best of us as Christians. We we can't do the praying. And so that's why it's really cool that, like, our community surrounds us and prays with us and prays for us and, like, holds us up when our worlds just seem like it's crashing down and we can't even reach out and utter the simple words of Jesus, like, come into this space. Um, yeah. So, like, that's a little side caveat of just, like, how much I love and truly appreciate my friends who supported me through this week but also kind of where my heart pastor was at like I couldn't pray to ask God for the things that I knew he was capable of like logically my head knows that he is the king of kings and his power has not changed from the day that he saved me for eternity um and that he's not done working miracles and then even when I can't see he's working but in my heart, like, Dave's truths just had so far been blinded by the despair and the brokenness um, that my body had continually felt over the last year, and so, like, I shared this with you not today to, like, tell you that it's not okay to have feelings, and it's not okay to be hurt, and, like, process through those, but also just, like, show you that, like, guys, I showed up just left God out of the picture yesterday. I was just like, Life sucks. They're not gonna answer my questions and I'm gonna just gonna have to like grieve and move on. And nowhere in that did I plan that God could change it, that God could hold me in the grieving, or that God could use it in any way. And so just like so convicted last night that like, wow. I in my brain in my big emotions just like completely left God out of my life, which is not true like god should be the center of everything we do and then like everything we do should be an outpouring of that and so to see it be closed off um is really heartbreaking from the outside but i'm continually reminded that his like grace is sufficient for this and that when he tells me that he loves me and is like proud of the human i am it is not despite all these things but he sees them all and he sees me instead because Jesus took that place for me on the cross and so, like the gospel is so alive even in a day like yesterday because I failed miserably (laughs) like there are so many cool things that happened yesterday and we'll get to that but like just the idea that I yeah just was like God you don't exist I'm mad sad and broken and there's nothing you can do about it and just like discredited him so much um and it's kind of shocking how fast and how quickly someone like I love Jesus and love that he's a part of my daily life. But like, guys, I was having quiet times this week. Like I was sitting down with my Bible and journaling, but not about that. Like I was doing everything the way I'm supposed to. You didn't see my quotation mark, but they were there. Um, And yet, like, so I was inviting Jesus into some of the places in my life, but not all of them. And so just how quickly that. Can build up and just like distance me from the story that God is truly trying to write. And so, yesterday, after this appointment, it didn't end any different than I thought it would. And I was like, haha my emotions were correct. Like, glad I didn't get my expectations high because they would have had to fall. And blah blah blah. My mom was like, how are you doing? Like, so many prayers were just answered. Mom was right. Some of these prayers were answered, but my emotions like still could not match the praise of the afternoon. Um. So we go to grab lunch with my cousin get there cousin i walk in order some water start chatting and my mom just like steps out for a phone call i didn't really think much of it because yeah my brain expected nothing um what i had like been hoping for been looking for over the course of the last year is a solidified surgery date like someone in a hospital somewhere would have my name on a calendar that this is happening on this day and that like it won't get changed again um this summer i got one of those and then like a week later they cancel it and i've had so many like tentative dates and i'm just like i just want an actual date like i have lived in limbo for almost a year and i am just so exhausted by it and so i really just wanted a surgery date guys like this is all i wanted and i knew that like walking out of that appointment we didn't get it cuz we got terms like october thanksgiving end of the year and i was like excuse me sir those are all so far apart um so that's where my expectations were like yep they're low it's good to be low um sitting chatting with my cousin the waiter comes up and was like what can we get you and I was like I don't know my mom disappeared somewhere for a phone call she should be back soon um and suddenly my mom comes in with this like birthday pastel yellow card envelope um and was like shoves it next to my face and I was like here uh it's it's your other surgeon's office calling to schedule surgery and I was like what Um, so I have two surgeons working with me on this surgery. One is like an ENT surgeon. So like ear, nose and throat, the other is like plastics to make sure that the soft tissue work looks gorgeous. Um, and my ENT surgeon has always been phenomenal, but in the last month, like he told me that he couldn't really do much until I saw this other guy. And so in my mind, like they had just stopped working on my case and it wouldn't start picking back up until I saw this guy yesterday. Um, but in fact, I was wrong. And I say so excitedly, but also just know that, like, it hasn't even truly settled in my heart yet. So, apparently, they had been working, like, for the last three weeks to get everything in order, all the ducks in a row. So, as soon as I saw this um, man in plastics, they could schedule surgery. So, when we walked out of the appointment and had advocated for, like, intentional scheduling, um their scheduler had called the other one and she was like, Oh, like I have it all perfectly planned out. I just need your okay for this day at this time. And they were able to call us hours later, not even an hour later, Um, which is just incredibly crazy and awesome. I'm so excited to have a finite surgery date finally. Um, But it hasn't settled in. Like it's been a theoretical for so long that I am hoping over the course of time and days. And the more I talk about it and the more like I read it on a physical piece of paper, um, that it'll become real but like god answered a year-long prayer yesterday and it was amazing and i give him all the glory for that and as i've shared it with friends over the course of the last like 24 hours um their their shock their awe and their praise for jesus has been so big and like i I'm so grateful that their heart response is exactly what I was hoping for. Like that they are praising Jesus and they're seeing the miracle that he truly worked yesterday and wishing that my brain had not been so caught up in this despair and this desolation that like I could celebrate with them, that I could hold on to it too. And I know that this isn't all sin and it's not all wrong because some of it, it's just psychological burdens that have been, um like that have been collected over the year but also knowing that like if I would have looked to Jesus sooner or if I would have changed my heart posture or given him more opportunity to work in yesterday in my head then maybe I could be celebrating with them a little bit more and so just like so grateful that I have friends who see Jesus who call him out for what he's done and just like worship him um even when I can't. And so, like, shout out to the people in my life who are doing such a great job of like showing me what it looks like to walk close to God in this season when I like struggled to even walk close to Him myself. Um, but the reason I wanted to share this with you today is not because I think you can relate. I don't really think that a lot of you are waiting for a surgery date. And if you are, hit me up. I've got all the memes, bitterness, and everything else to go with it. Uh, but I feel like a lot of us out there are waiting for something. You might say, well, well, like, Anna, you got your answer to prayer. So like, of course you would be sharing here today. Guys, I have not gotten my answer to prayer for the whole last year. And I tell you what, each time that it has not happened, God has done something incredibly cool with the waiting. He's led me to places I wouldn't be otherwise. And the amount of peace I get from knowing that his timing is still perfect, not necessarily the day of or even the week of, because it's okay to have emotions about the things that are going on. but Overall, like knowing that God is in control and his power is still the ultimate authority in this world, and he is still the king of kings. And the power and that, like, raised Jesus from the dead and healed the man with leprosy and made the blind man see are not anything less than the power that God is working with now. He has not changed. Um, culture has changed the world has changed but who he is and his character and his gift to us has not changed at all and so i encourage you just like hold fast to the truth that you know in jesus like paste them on your doors on your mirrors everywhere just like continually remind yourself that like god is not done working with you and it's okay to 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 feel those feelings of sorrow and despair but also reorient them come to the cross, lament, let Jesus into the suffering and the hardship that you're feeling. Like if I would have tried this week, it would probably would have looked something like, God, like I am exhausted from this year. I am weary from fighting for things that I don't even want to be fighting for. Like if I look at the core of all of this, the reason I need another surgery, I've had four surgeries before this because I got a fungal infection from the ground. Like. I cannot even begin to describe to you the lack of control I've had in the last six years of the events of my life. And so from a completely selfish outlook on it, none of this should be happening. And to come to the cross and lament that like, God, I see you and I see you working. Um, and I'm not discrediting that, but the emotions and the feelings and the, just like the truths of how hard life has been are real. And I, need to bring those to you and just cry it out be angry be hurt and just but like guys in the course of lamenting it's not just patching yourself together and drying your tears and fixing your mascara but like coming to the cross and sobbing in front of it because that's a vulnerability that jesus offers us um he's a close friend he cares and there is no shame and judgment and I don't think I know anyone in my life who can so perfectly hold a weeping daughter or son and just like hold them fast in a perfect, unconditional kind of way. And so, yeah, it's okay to be overwhelmed by the emotions and the feelings of whatever thing that is desperate or hard going on in life right now. But I want to remind you. Like I should have reminded myself last week that God has not changed and that he is still working and that it is okay to bring those to him um, and bring that lament and despair to him. But then to pick up the truth that he offers you there and walk forward in the hope that he brings. Because in the end, our hope does not lie in us getting a job, me getting a surgery date, a relationship being completely restored, but our hope lies in the truth Jesus literally conquered the grave. Like he looked at death and said, I'll take that for you as a sacrifice so that we didn't have to. But then he didn't just stay there, guys. Like he rose again the next day in a powerful triumph of just death itself. And so the like, idea that our God, who I didn't even have the hope t- enough to like pray and ask for a surgery date, literally looked at death and said, I'm still greater. And so cry it out let Jesus into your heart and be vulnerable and then walk away with the truth and the power that he gives us through the stories of the gospel and everything he has currently done in your life and just the story upon story of like how he is still moving. And so this was just like a really random uh, piece of my heart today, but I felt like so many of us are waiting for something and so many of us are kind of in this spot of like, it's been a long year. It's been a long few years. Someone, like I saw a meme yesterday or somewhere. Actually, it probably wasn't yesterday. I don't even have my day straight. But like, it was like 2019 was two years ago by the end of this year. And I was like, that doesn't even make sense. Like the last two years have felt like eternity. Um, and it's okay to be burdened by that. And it's okay to be uh, weary and um, unhopeful. But I also... We want to remind you that nothing about Jesus has changed from 2019 to 2021 and nothing um, about what he's doing has surprised him. And so just like hold fast to the truth that we know in Jesus as you process and grieve the things you need to process and grieve. Um, Yeah, so his plans are now our plans, but the grace and mercy that he offers us, even as we seek to see his wills in our life um, is beautiful. And sometimes we wrestle with it. Like, I really want a surgery date, but you haven't given me one. And I know that your plans are perfect, but like, also, you love me and you have beautiful plans to that will allow my life to bring you the most glory. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to submit here. But that's not just like me saying that. It's a wrestle, it's a heart posture that has to completely shift. But there's grace and mercy even in that. Like, we wrestle with doing. Or being comfortable with where God has called us, but God doesn't shame us for that. He doesn't look at us and be like, Kid, I gave you one task. You just had one job and you went and screwed it up. Like, you know, like there's grace and mercy to like slowly wrestle into the spots that God has given us, um, so that we can enter in there and slowly begin to feel like confident and gratitude there, but but he doesn't shame us for anything that happens before that. Um and I just wanna remind you, but what are we but a chef on the wheat, or like the silk off of a sweet corn for us Midwesterners, here a minute and gone. Like it is truly God who matters most. And so, remind you to hold your truth, oh, hold fast to the truth that you know in Him, and be confident that even in the suffering, even in the waiting, even in the desperate times where you are so weary that you can't utter a single prayer, He is still there, He is holding you fast. And I sure as hope your community is there to remind you that. I love you all. <laughs> and thanks for joining me on this 180 that we did today. Um it wasn't my intention, but it got to be something beautiful. And so I just hope that my lack of faith and my struggles in the last 24 hours um, can remind you that God is still doing something incredibly cool. And so, yeah. Thanks for coming along for the ride i cannot wait to share a really cool story with you next week um it's actually the story of how god's worked in my sister's life and you're like wow anna you went really far for that story but i assure you it is goosebump worthy um i grew up with it i think i like lived through some of it but um Some days I just stand back and look in awe of how far God's brought her. So can't wait for you all to come back next week and hear her story. But until then, I love you all. Praying that you have a beautiful week and that the truth of God becomes incredibly cool to you this week. Um, Yeah. And don't be afraid to pray for the miracle because God is going to use that prayer, even if that's not his will for your life. So love you all. Have a great week. I'll see you guys next week.